Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hello there. How's everybody doing? Today I'm going to be talking about the importance of understanding where dog, good dog training actually comes from and also the importance of understanding for those dog training professionals out there how to apply this technique and method to your clients to make things more successful. This is the No Bad Dogs podcast. I'm Tom Davis. Here we go. So um, I wanted to hop on today again to talk about the importance of sustaining good dog training. And what that means is uh, working with dogs, for an example, like what I do at my facilities, I have packages. So when you sign up with us, we have private sessions intertwined with group sessions just to give you an idea of what I do. And a lot of other dog training companies are kind of set up this way as well. Um, and so what it does is it gives the dog a good opportunity to understand, uh, let's say for an example, to make things easy, that you have a six-month-old puppy that's working on basics. So we're going to be working on heel and down and sit and stay and place and whatever else that you guys do. And uh, the dog has to understand the the un- the process of the of teaching the behavior. So understanding, okay, this is sit, not just hey, there's food, I'm going to sit. Okay, this is place, this is uh, heel, whatever it may be. Understanding what these things are, and then the group classes are proofing, so the dogs can proof these uh, these new behaviors or new taught behaviors in a group atmosphere, or what I like to call a realistic atmosphere. And so it kind of gives the the dog a full circle of training and environmental stimulus and etc. But the biggest issue, drum roll please, is definitely going to be the dog owner. And so, and that's good and bad. So dog owners out there, I'm not hating. Don't worry. I'm just talking about uh, realistically, um, if we understand the problem, we will then find a faster solution. Ooh, 
That's a good one. I should write that down. Good thing I'm recording. Um, so meaning I have a lot of, like I said before, I have a lot of people sign up for our classes and I want to, I want to make it really clear about, about what a, a real good professional dog trainer, uh, their goals are and and their and their job. So I'm going to stick up for dog trainers here real quick. Um, what we do, ninety percent of the time, is you have a problem with your dog, and you're going to bring it to somebody like a, a dog training professional, and you're going to get you should get anyway a lot of information about why things are going wrong. Um, so a lot of n- not just let me see the dog, look what I can do. Um, because to me, I personally think that a good dog trainer, as far as I'm concerned, um, you know, just looking at a business side is somebody that can dictate and, and really go over in depth exactly why you're getting the issues that you're getting. Um, but then also can handle, I I don't think it's that impressive when a professional dog trainer takes a dog and look what I can do, look, look, the dog's healing and sitting and whatever. Um, I mean, you should be able to do that. That's your job. I think it's more important for people to understand how to relay to the client and then dog owners out there, this is what you should be looking for, about how to understand that information. So you should go into a dog training session or a consultation with a new dog trainer and, and really let them tell you what they think. And it should make sense. It should be clear. And the process moving forward should be fair and understood and things like that and so anyway um, you need to know the problem at its core or at the at the at the stem of the issue um so like i said a lot of times 90 percent of the times what we do is we just teach you about the theory of like look you have a dog that's jumping because you're telling the dog to jump and now you want the dog to get down because they're bigger or stronger or whatever or you're letting your dog jump on you but not the kids I mean you got to make that change or whatever that's just an example Um, so going over those things of like hey do you realize that when you do this it's making your dog do this and then they go oh my gosh I never thought of it that way Um, so going through like say they have three or four like really big things like pulling jumping not coming, uh, you know, the, the basic stuff that we see for the, for the majority just to make things easy. Um, and so what you have to do is you have to break down exactly why it's happening because I don't think it's fair to just grab the dog, fix the issues, um, you know, within a couple minutes because that's what we do as dog trainers. We, we can handle dogs. Um, and so we don't want to take advantage of, of dog owners. And dog owners, you don't want to be taken advantage of. And so that's all fun and dandy. Like, it is really nice to see. Don't get me wrong. Like, it takes a certain skill set and, and somebody um, skilled with working with dogs to eliminate these behaviors fairly quickly and get the dog to comply with not a lot of force and make it look good. Um, it's something I love to do because really my big thing about the no bad dogs movement is um, just the idea of like, hey, it's your problem, dog owner, not mine. Um, and it's not the dog for sure. So it is important to, to make sure that you can handle good. So don't, I'm not writing that off, but I think it's more important for us to, again, like I said, explain what's going on, explain what, what's, what's happening with the dog, why you're, why you're seeing these things. I get a lot of people on my YouTube channel uh, specifically because I'll take an hour and 20 minute session or an hour session. I'll break it into like 15 to 20 minutes and it's, it's information about the behavior or about the problem that you're dealing with. And a lot of people give me shit. They're like, oh, you're talking so much and a, a bunch of clutter talk. And I'm like, look, what's the point of you coming onto my YouTube channel to see if I can handle dogs? Like, I don't have anything to prove to anybody. 
nothing. Like, I, that's not me. I don't care what you think or what you say. It's really about the information of why the dog got to that place. And like I said, that's normally what happens is all the behaviors that we typically see, again, 90% of it is, is taught behaviors or behaviors that is, um, has been, has been um, evolved from their, their environment or their, their proper life. So anyway, moving forward, I think it's important to be able to explain these things. But dog owner, it's super important for you to understand that it's not up to the dog trainer to change everything. It's not up to the, the, the board and train to change everything. It's not up to the one session or two session to change everything. It's up to you. You as a dog owner have to understand. I want you to think about it like this. I look at it two different ways and I explain it in two different ways and I'll do it very quickly for you. Because that's what podcasting is about. It's about a lot of information where you guys are doing miscellaneous stuff around the house or whatever. So I'm going to go a little bit just off the beaten path here. So think about it like this is if you are wanting to say you weigh 200 pounds and you want to you want to be 150 and you want to look better, you want to feel better. And I am your instructor and you come in, you say, hey, I weigh 200. I want to be 150. This is what I'm doing. And I say, "Okay." I'm going to show you the exercising equipment. I'm going to show you the techniques. I'm going to show you the exact equipment to use. I'm going to show you what to eat. I'm going to tell you what to drink. And if you follow my regimen and you follow my homework, you will be 150 within six months. But you have to do X, Y, and Z. And you get excited as a dog owner because you're like, man, you know, or I'm sorry, you get excited as a person wanting to, to lose those weight and you're looking at your 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 trainer and you know they look good and they look ideal to what you want and you're excited because you know that they've done it and there's people around you doing it and there's a lot going on and so it's motivating but you have to understand that after a week or a month two months three months you have to stay on this on the right page you have to stay to the routine that the that that your instructor gave you and if you don't it's your fault not theirs right and it's not your body's fault it's your mind. Your mind is holding you back, meaning it's not the trainer and it's not the dog. It's your mind. You're the person. You're the only one standing in your way from, from success. Now, don't get me wrong. If you get a unsuccessful um, trainer, dog trainer that cannot give you the proper skill sets to, to get your dog from stop lunging and pulling and jumping, etc., and don't give you the right equipment and don't give you the right homework and don't answer the right questions then you won't get there. But you just need to pick your, your dog trainer wisely, and that may be another podcast down the road. Um, and then the other thing I like to explain to people all the time, which is my favorite, is when people come in, I tell them to this consultation, statistically, I can tell you, I've been professionally handling dogs, which means I've been getting paid by people for, for what I do for nine years, um, and I've been working with dogs for my whole life. And... I can statistically say that I can help you. I can give you more information than what you have now. I can make your dog in a better spot for sure, 100%. But I can guarantee your dog progress, but I cannot guarantee your relationship progress, and I can't guarantee your progress. And so one thing about dog training I used to say a lot, and if you're, uh, I think if you're an aspiring dog trainer like myself always, is like, and by that I mean like growing constantly and trying to get better, um, is that... I used to say a lot that like I can't guarantee anything with working with animals. It doesn't matter what it is. But now I'm to a point where I can guarantee the dog's going to get better, but I can't guarantee you are. And I know that that's saying a lot, but statistically, I know that I can help you and your dog. I just don't know if you can help you and your dog. 
And so the other thing that I like to say a lot is when you come in and you get a dog, that again, this is 90%. This isn't behavior modification. This isn't a neurologically challenged dog. This isn't a dog that's been neglected, abandoned, or abused. Uh, I mean, even if it is, you know, I've done all of these things before, but I don't want people going, well, what about that one, uh, you know, dog that's been, blah, like, I'm not ta- I'm talking about 90% of the dogs, maybe even more that come through just to make it easy for the uh, people out there. So I hope I still have your attention. I hope you're doing well, by the way. I hope you're doing very well. hope you're having a great day or a great night, a great evening, great morning. Um, and just remember that you control your entire life and, and your mentality. And you need to make sure that if you're not having a good day, take a deep breath, <gasps> blow it out, and remember that you're alive and there's a lot of people out there that would give anything to be where you're at even if you're not having a good day. So moving forward, I just wanted to say that. Uh, moving forward with that, um, if you bring me an instrument and I'm your teacher and you tell me that this instrument doesn't work and it's broke and it's not fixable and it's junk and I need a new one or you need to refurbish it and all these things, what happens if I take that instrument and I play it beautifully? Then what happens? Then where where, where do our fingers go? They point right back at you. And I, I do that for the clients that come in that tell me that their dog sucks or their dog can't do this or whatever because I'm in it for the dog I really don't care about anything else but the dog Um, I love helping people but I only like helping people who want to help themselves and I think that that's really important is you've got to have a good mentality going going forward um, when you're working with a dog trainer and you're working with your dog because your your out your outlook on everything really makes a difference like if you go in there and you're like I want to get better I can get better I know it's me it's not the dog you will get better 100% things will get better because you're already looking at the op- you're already looking at the glass half full and and you're really really wanting the things to get better. But if you go in and say this thing's a piece of crap and then what I do is I play that I play that broken instrument beautifully. And I say, "Look, your dog can walk nice. Your dog can sit nice. Your dog's calm. Your dog can do all of these things." And it's really really cool. And so anyway, moving forward, um I say moving forward a lot. I was told, so sorry if I do, but it's just my go-to bridge or transfer. Um, maybe I'll start saying moving on. I don't know. So I want people to understand that that going into the the dog training mentality or going into the dog training um, whole aspect, and it doesn't matter if you're doing ring sport or Schutzen or IPO or or competitive, or frisbee, or dock diving, none of that matters. Like, literally, none of that matters. You do whatever you like to do, whatever you're good at. Stay in your lane, and just do what you need to do. Um, But if you go in there with a really crappy attitude, things aren't going to go good, and people aren't going to be around you, want to be around you anyway. So, uh, I want to, that was a little rabbit hole. Sorry, guys. Hello, I'm back talking about dog training uh, structure, and dog training um, stability over time. And so, Making sure that you understand that it's your job as the dog owner to go home and do your homework. It's going to take you four months to be as good as your dog trainer. So that means it's going to take you four months to figure out how to play that violin that you just brought your dog or your your music instructor, how to play it as good as he did, because it's not easy. Dog training and dog handling is not easy, guys. Like, it's not at all. People always say, oh, oh, yeah, I do make it look easy because it's what I do for a living. If you go and watch a professional basketball player shoot the hoop, like, yeah, he's going to make it look easy. It's an, it's a simple concept. The ball goes in the hoop. Anybody can do that, sure. But can you do it good? Can you do it consistent? Can you make it look good? Can you do it in, can you do it in hectic times? Can you do it when you know, all these things are happening? There's a lot of variables that go through what makes anybody good at what they do. Under stress, naturally, in their sleep, with their eyes closed. 
yeah, your, your people like myself should be able to do that stuff. But that's not that impressive. That's their job. What's impressive is being able to give the dog owner the amount of information that they need to be successful at home without you, dog trainer. Dog owner, I'm talking to you now. Making sure that you understand that things aren't going to be fixed overnight. Things can get better, and you could get motivated overnight, but things aren't going to be fixed overnight. It, it doesn't take that. That's that's the. There's no secret wand. There's no magic pill. That's the thing with dog training. People don't understand, and that's why I'm making this podcast. Is you you need to understand the cycle. You need to understand the process in order for everything to be successful, and that's super super important. So you need to move forward and and really understand that you need to follow through with walking and doing your exercises multiple times a day for 10 minutes at a time. It's not a big deal. And you also need to understand that it's not your dog trainer's whole day to work and change your life if you can't change your life. You need to be the one that's doing these things. So moving forward, there it is again, guys. Um, just make sure you understand the process. That's my biggest thing. That's all I really want to say. Okay, done. Over. See you guys. No, I'm kidding. But Really, though, make sure you understand the process. You have to put in the work. If, like, when people come into me after their first session and we do awesome and they come in in a week and I say, How's everything going? They kind of give me the, eh. I get super irritated. I get offended. I'm like, You know what? And I just want to say, You know what really pisses me off is that it's funny because when your dog left here, they were perfect. You were motivated. You were happy. And then what happened? Like, what did you do? Did you not do your homework? Did you not do what I say? Did you not Did you not go on the walk? Like, if I say, hey, you need to go for a five-mile hike and then train your dog, and you go on a one-mile hike and don't train your dog, like, that's your fault. It's up to you. So, mo so moving in the direction of success is understanding that it's a triangle that should be going on here. The top should be your dog, and then the bottom two should be you and your dog trainer, and you guys all need to communicate on what makes you guys successful, no matter what you're working on. And so that's what you guys need to start doing is just if you understand the process a bit more, which I think a lot of people don't, when you think of dog training, you kind of think of like a, an auto repair shop where you're like, hey, I have a Chrysler, King Charles. It's got leaky oil. Fix it. And you bring it to a shop like they fix it or they order a part if they don't have it and then they fix it. That's not how dog training works. We're talking about minds, mental capacitated minds that have all of these memories and emotions and chemicals and all these things going on. When there's an issue with them, and it doesn't matter if it's a physical, physical pulling on the leash issue or they're doing a bite too soon on a, on a French ring trial or they got mental issues from, from their puppyhood. Like it takes time and it takes a lot of work to change the behavior. And I think, you know, the, the dog training world is getting one-stop shop. Like I can make, I can fix it because it's my job in like two minutes. But that's not the point. The point is, is I have to make you understand that, hey, you need to do your homework. This is not going to happen in a week. If you don't do your homework, this will not happen. You cannot come back to me, blame the dog or myself because it has everything to do with you. And so... Make sure you do your homework. Make sure dog trainers out there, you guys give homework. And it doesn't have to be – like I get it. Like I, I don't give handouts a lot. I, I tell them like, look, your dog had a lot of issues and you didn't really know what to do. And I'm telling you what to do. And what you need to do from here is X, Y, and Z. And you're paying me for these things. And if you don't do it, it will not work. That's that's the biggest thing I want to say. 
Um, so anyway, I, I just want I just wanted to say this whole thing and, and make sure that you guys um, understood the process of being successful and understood the process of it's not one dimensional. If you drop your dog off to a dog trainer, um, they're not going to fix it overnight and give it back to you. Even with board and trains, which I think could be a separate podcast, but board and trains, long story short, is we're going to do all the grunt work for you. So we're going to teach your dog leash pressure. We're going to teach your dog impulse control. We're going to teach the dog they can't have everything they want all the time. We're going to teach the dog they can't jump on us. We're going to like we're going to do all that grunt work for you. But it's your job to make sure you go home sustain that. Like your dog stays with somebody for two weeks or four weeks or a month. They live for 10 to 12 years. That is nothing compared to like what they see every day. Like the information they take in for the next three years is going to go away unless you reinforce it every single day for the next three years. So you have to make sure that you're reinforcing things that you learn and everything else in between. And so that's my big thing is understanding the process, guys. I, I, I don't think I can ramble anymore, but uh, I think at the end of the day that everyone works together. When you're working with your trainer, understand and respect your trainer's wishes to get you to a better spot. And then trainers, make sure you're at least giving them homework and showing them and, and more importantly telling them how to do these things, not just showing them. Because they need to learn how to do it because that's why the dog's there in the first place. The dog's in a bad spot because the owners didn't know what they were doing. So if you take the dog and, and get the dog to do all these things, great. But guess what? The dog's only going to do that for you. It's just how it goes. They're going to be handed off to the owner and the owner's going to do exactly what they were doing before and things are not going to change. Anyway, moving forward. I appreciate you guys so very much. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Tom Davis. You can follow me on YouTube at Amer YouTube slash America's Canine Ed Ed at the end. Please uh, like and subscribe um, uh, on this podcast. I don't I don't ask money from anybody for anything. I give all this information out for free because I want to help people. And the way that you guys can help me is just go down, um, rate this podcast, leave a comment, let me know what you think about it. Um, and that's really, really, really what drives me because I know that if you guys are listening. I'm going to keep doing this, and I'm going to get more motivated to help you guys. So you guys, no matter what you're doing, take a deep breath. Make your day better than it is. If it's bad, make it better. If it's good, make it the best. And I will talk to you guys later. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.